and welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultra Sound System. I'm Anna Harding. And I'm Ali Bailey. It's episode 20, episode 20, episode... Tw- it's not episode 21 when we can sing 21 seconds by So Solid. Or... But it's episode 20. It's not, it is 21. Oh! Go on then, sing it. 20 is sounds sweet. Yeah. I got 21 episodes. I got 21 episodes. It's like a turtle. I got 21 episodes. Gotta go. Did you see me in the podcast charts? No, no. Did you see me in the podcast charts? No, no. Uh, I haven't got further than that yet. But when I said, did you see me in the podcast charts? No, no. That's on you, listener. <laughs> We're in the podcast charts. We're just a little bit further down. Yes, we are. A little bit further down. But if there was age category for podcast charts, I think we'd be in the top 10. Well, yeah, absolutely. We're still new. We're still new. Hey, episode 21. So that's like, hang on, seven, no, four, eight, 12, 16, 20. Welcome that's to like athletics. <laughs> five, <laughs> over five months of our bullshit. When will it be half a year? When it's six months. Yes. <laughs> How many episodes will that be? Six times four. 25, one, seven, nine, <laughs> 10, 20. 24? Nine, six. 12. 24. 26. 26. 52, 52 years in it. 52 years in a day. <laughs> 52 weeks in a year. Oh, God. Hang on a minute. Hang it's on a 20, minute. So it's 26. Yeah. So rather than spending the first five minutes talking about squash, as we did in episode 19, we've just spent the first five minutes talking about maths. So anyway, it is 21. It's nearly half a year. And we thank you, dear listener, for sticking with oh, us. Oh, episode 20 was the episode of the lakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel I have spent all week just like, just feeling a bit about that episode. I, I feel like I'd like to wish you an apology because it, it was just a very, um, it was just very much all about me. So I'd really like to make this episode very much all about you, Ali, and you, listener. Can you issue an apology like a politician would? I'm sorry you felt that way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm love sorry, it. that's how you felt. <laughs> Last week, I talked entirely about myself and my own shortcomings. Um, however, it did turn out I was the hero. And if I hadn't <laughs> talked about that, then all of you lot would be dead. I'm sorry that you felt any other way. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly that. I, uh, I've i been getting all of my tips from all these political conferences that are going on that we won't talk about because, let's be honest, they're all... I'll put, that on the list of, I'll put that on the list of other podcasts. So we've got the Married at First Sight UK podcast to do. Yeah. We've got the uh, Being podcast to do, which is just be about politics and uh, maybe lol politics as well. And then obviously my investigation into ultra runners and their murderous ways. Perfect. Great. I love it. Um, can't wait to find some time for that. I, Ali. Think, that, I think that one's got the working title, Where Are the Bodies Demo? Oh. <laughs> 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 let's start getting into the actual stuff because we've got loads to get through we've got yes. loads of lovely listener correspondence corner to get through as well today um but as always we will start with our win grim and get in zibin ali do you have a win my win and my grim are intrinsically linked Ooh. and they are the fact i've managed to get to race week it's my race week this week me 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 mine <laughs> and um, I'm running the Autumn 100 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Uh, and I've managed to get here without having COVID, being ill, or getting damaged. I am. I applaud you. I think that, you actually, re- that's a massive win. 
Yeah, it's huge. There is, everyone says, oh, there's so much going around at the moment. And there is, because I've caught all of it. But yeah. um, I feel like you are either some sort of superhero or a recluse. So I was thinking about this. Uh, I'm not that reclusey. I, no. I did go to cinema in Leeds last week. Um, I have clients come to my house to do workshops and stuff. Uh, I do go out. I go to the gym. Yeah. Um, and so I'm in the gym twice a week. There's lots of people in the, and I sit in the, and I sit in the scene room. And yeah. this was going to be my grim. But uh, one of the things that fucks me off mm. is people that go into shared spaces with when they're not well. Yeah. So I sat in the steam room. And it's my safe space, the steam room. I can lay on, I can lay there and just like properly get into the meditation stuff. Really good for recovery, all that stuff. Someone walked in on like last week and, went and started coughing, like hacking their guts up. And mm. I know that people cough a bit when they go to a steam room because of the steam. Yeah. I always they, cough in a steam room, but there's coughing started, and there's hacking. Then they started talking about it with someone else. Oh yeah, I got a chest infection. I'm like, you've got a chest infection. Oh, steroids. <gasps> I was like, <sighs> at that point I left because I was like, I can't, I can't be in here. I can't be no, in this room. no. Um, and then yesterday I was in the steam room again and it happened again. And, and so I came and sat next to me and was hacking their guts up. And I'm like, there's so much of the C word going around at the moment. And there's so many, I think there's different strains of the C word going around that aren't being picked up by like tests because people are so ill. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't risk it, but this is my safe space. I really think that, that, that saunas, steam rooms, even swimming pools, mm. gyms, changing rooms, don't go in if you're not well. Please don't go in if you're not well. I like, thought people would learn a lesson from COVID. Like I, you know, there was, you know, if you're not going into the office and you're staying at home, you're working from home. Like Neil's not been well also at the same time as me. And so he's been working from home, not because, well, partly because like he doesn't feel brilliant. And so like actually physically getting up and going to the office is like extra work. But also um, because you don't want to get other people ill. Like it's not. It's not fair. And so I think that actually people have just gone back to being selfish. I really do. And like, it's what the guy with the steroids is like, oh, it's good for me to come in here and clear it out. I'm like, this is not your personal clear out pod for your flat. No. This is a public space yeah. where there's lots of people. Get your own steam room. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to get back going. Go and put your head over a bucket with some a, a towel, yeah. like old fashioned steam room, the 80s steam room of head, yeah, little- head steam room. Um, however, still, I do feel okay. I feel fit. I feel well. I went did twenty miles this, last week, and two gym sessions, and my twenty and my long run was ten miles on the beach, and I felt strong <gasps> as an ox. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, oh, what a nice feeling that is. When you're like, oh, this is just gl- I'm gliding along the sand. Yeah. And the funny thing is, my friend Julius hashtag my friend Julius, he is training for York Marathon. He's trying to go like I think three fifteen or something. Whoosh. So he's a, he feels like a sack of old spanners. Uh-huh. So I'm gliding along the sand, going, oh, this is so nice. Oh, my God, I'm dying. Because he's been doing, like, very fast runs. Yeah. Um, so that's that quite a nice, not a nice selfish feeling as well. I love it. You know, <laughs> I fit to the new. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Yeah, feeling, I'm feeling well, feeling good. I touch wood, all the wood in the house. Yeah. That I have a nice day out, all of the wood. Yeah. Amazing. You've worked so hard for this, Ali, as you always do. And I'm really excited to see how you get on. Obviously, we know that the longer the distance goes, the um, more spanners can be thrown into the works. More lemons. More mm, lemons. lemons. Yes, the lemons. But you've done all of the work and everything that you've been able to be in control of, you've controlled. So I, um, I've i got a good feeling about this. I've got a feeling. 
uh, yeah, etc. Um, the weather looks good too, which is just oh, brilliant because every jealous. centurion, every centurion race this year has been bad. Yeah, <laughs> with a capital B, every race full stop has been yeah. bad. So, what's your win this week? Um, I think my win this week. I so I've not, I haven't been out running. Um, at all, I've done zero running. Um, and that's okay. I've, I did. I felt a little bit twitchy. I was going to go out for a little run yesterday, but uh, I didn't. And I know that this week I definitely I'm just going to go out for a little trot. And I, I, my win is that I want to go for a run mm-hmm. for the joy of running. Like I haven't. So <laughs> my get in the bin. Um, I know I'm doing this out of order, but this is related. My get in the bin this week. Hey man, you do it whatever order you want. You're a renegade. Renegade of fun. My get in the bin this week is the inevitable when you and you did it to me last week but I think you knew that you knew what you were doing when you finish your big race of the year everyone just wants to know what's next yeah so I've been asked so many times this week oh so what's next and I'm like what's next is I'm going to get well and then I'm just going to start trotting around again and then I will consider doing some bits and bobs next year but at the moment I'd just like to focus on being well and enjoying running again with no pressure so this uh this phenomenon mm. this phenomenon of what's next is known as heroic individualism mm. and it's written about in my bestie brad Stolberg's book which i'm holding up now practice oh, yeah. of groundedness i would recommend anyone read this book brad Stolberg's great on instagram too good nuggets and he talks about this thing heroic individualism mm. which is a constant game of one-upmanship against oneself yeah. And other people do it too. And they put it on you. So yeah. they'll always be like, oh, what's next? Or like, you have a baby. And people are like, what school is he going to go to? What nursery is he going to go to? When are you going to go back to work? When are you doing this? When you... And it's like, whoa, stop. And we're constantly, nothing is ever good enough. And we're always looking towards the next thing. And yeah. runners do this really, they do it a lot. So they'll move goalposts within a race. So suddenly mm. it goes from just finishing to sub 24. And it's like, no, like, that's not how it works. There's a really good chapter about it in there. But the fact that you are like, no is so good that you can be much more in the moment and considered about your time and your efforts rather than being like next 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 because that's what causes burnout and that's what causes sadness because you're never happy are you if you're constantly looking to the next thing and also I think that's how a lot of us listeners involved are have ended up in this situation of ultra because we've been chasing after the marathons we've been chasing we're chasing it's like you always say Holly you start with the park run, which is the gateway to dr- drug to ultra, because you yeah. do the 5K, then you do the 10K, then you do the half marathon, and you're always chasing more. So then you do a marathon. And then once you've done a marathon, you're like, oh, I could do an ultra. People say it will never happen. Yeah. They'll say it will never happen. Oh, no, no, it won't happen to me. I'm just going to go to park run. Then, you, then you're collecting park runs A to Z, right? And then you've got the A to Z. Yeah. And what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always, always something else. It's as simple as an SIE entries email. <laughs> anything small like that <laughs> Jeff from accounts a, ch- a conversation with him where he mentions the letters MDS it's just no that's not happening no so yeah I think look I think it's brilliant to have a goal of course it's great to have a goal but I think it's nice just to have some space just to breathe and think about what that goal looks like and be a bit considered with it to fix your body rest your body congratulate your yeah. body on the fact that it's done all this training yeah. and it's gone into this event and done yeah. all those miles and then it's and then it's not been well so you've got to you know your vessel yeah. look after it like 
Put it to go out and hammer it again. Or, yeah. or and there's the other thing about really being in the moment and be enjoying your life as it comes day by yeah. day instead of just get ahead to like the next big thing. Yeah. So I really enjoyed this weekend. I had like a normal person's weekend. I went to the cinema and I went out for dinner and I sorted out my house. I had like a big clear out. And I had the time to do that because I wasn't like, oh, I've got to go out and run for like six hours this weekend. So that's what I'm enjoying at the moment. And that's fine. And then, you know, I want to do some canny cross races with Ralph in winter. And I'm going to look at getting signed up to those, but not for anything other than just practicing with me and the doggo because it's something different and something that I want to do with him. When you find some, let me know what they are because I might come with the baby because that would be yeah. good for the baby as well and it'll be nice. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I struggle finding things with her. And um, so yeah, mm. that'd be good. That's great. I think that's a good win. Actually, what's next is the big bear meetup at Dumbletree Country Park. That's when I'm running in an event. <laughs> Do you mean the event of the year? The event of the year. I'm getting a bit stressed about what I'm going to wear for my fancy dress. Me too. I hate fancy dress. <laughs> so uh, Ultrapod meet up first of november damage country park big bear events the rabbit challenge uh fancy dress theme is get in the bin um i don't know how i'm going to dress up as people asking what's next but i'll <laughs> come on dress as a, come dress as the joker question mark yeah, the big oh, question yeah. Mark. get one of those joker suits um yeah. i've just had a incoming message from paul alban got a text got a text did it did it did it did it uh 21 episode 21 21 entries we got 21 entries Big Bear, we got 20, that's 21 podcasts. That's a lot Yay! of podcasts. I think that's a lot. Having done Ultra Awesome meetups before and having 10 people turn up and being over the moon, 21 is a lot. It will make up a lot of the field. So yeah. loads of lovely people there. I know people that are coming. There's people from all stretches of the ultra spectrum, from 100 mile runners Yay. to like park runners. I'm not going to be smashing the shit out of it because I've got a, a an innovate 50k thing I have to do the weekend before and a 40 miler so I'll be more than happy to walk laps with people or trot around with people or do whatever Anna's going to try and break land speed record like she always does gets really competitive at the last minute <laughs> Try runs around dressed as a question mark brilliant yeah um, you, you won't even see me I'll be like the flash but like a question mark exactly so yeah come it's, it's going to be so it's going to be such a good laugh and you don't have to do loads of running you can just come for like social and it'll be really good fun yeah so it's six hours it's a lapped event the laps are just over three miles each and and uh, we've, we've wangled you a little discounty code. So use the code SACK OF TURDS to get some money off an already cheap race. Thank you very much, Paul Alban. Well, we love you. I reckon we'll get 30 in the end. That's what I reckon. Oh, that'd be good. We should probably sign up as well, shouldn't we, Ali? Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's 2023. 20, <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, so. Grim? Grim. Oh, God. Do you remember in the 80s? The 80s was 40 years ago. <laughs> I was only alive for three years of it, but yeah, sure. I, I was born in 81 because I'm an old yeah. woman. Spinster, <laughs> as the Tories would like to call me. Um, do you remember that song that went, it trickles down your leg like a snake in your bed, diarrhea. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Is that from an advert? No. It sounds like it, it is. But that's the sort of advert they would have in the 80s. It's yeah. just a playground song, but I've redone it to be like, it gets into your head like the worm in your bed, maranoia. Oh, maranoia. So this no, kind of goes I... hand in hand with my win is yeah. the maranoia of I'm going to get ill. Something's going to yeah. happen. I don't feel ill. Usually maranoia is, you know, oh, my leg hurts, my top hurts, my ear hurts. My, I can't yeah. see out of one eye. <laughs> like, yeah. I, the M5's going to be shut. So I'm going to get there. 
all that stuff. But this is like, I'm going to get ill. And so I kind of feel like wearing face mask everywhere. I'm not really going out this week. And, and, I, and like I said, I was in the steam room and I just jumped out of the steam room. It was like, no, I'm not having you hacking all over me. So that's quite kind of sensible, right? But yeah. even at the gym, like I was at the gym doing some strength stuff and my ankle, I was like, oh, that ankle feels a bit delicate. It's just yeah. not delicate. But it's just grim, isn't it? How I'm so calm about this. Like I'm like, it's all good. I'm going to have the best day out ever. The result is the result. Doesn't really matter. I'm really excited. Totally fine with the taper. Maranoia. Dreams, like dreams, stress dreams about it. There is so much. I had a stress dream about your race last night. Did you? Yeah, you were sat in a car and I think you were eating, but I, and I was like, make sure that car doesn't fucking move. This is yeah. from Wild Horse. Yeah. And I was like, um, I'd been giving a talk. It was in like an old ruined castle. I don't think it was Autumn 100. Um, it looked maybe more like Dragon's Back. No, but but like you... on the Wild Horse, there's lots of ruined castles that you go past. Oh, well, I've never been there, but maybe maybe my brain knows what it looks like. But yeah, I was having a stress dream about you. And I was like making sure that you'd eaten something. You you were having a lovely time, though. So if that Brilliant. is a premonition dream, then all will be fine on Saturday. It will. There's so much maranoia going around. So I um I posted about it just before my race about the whole I'm going to get ill. <laughs> I did. Um and so because there's so many races happening at the moment is it's very much like um autumn marathon season. There's lots of road marathons mm-hmm. happening that people have been getting in touch that they're doing, and um it's like autumn ultra season as well isn't it yeah and so yeah this is this is like the danger this is the danger zone the highway to the danger zone i know i know and i feel like the people that do road races are the people that work in offices so they've got access to illness Mm, and but i think now it's got to the it's now it's more illness than it is injury yeah i'm going to injure myself by accident or something even on the beach i was like watch out better watch out um so it's just really annoying. Somebody on the Centurion group said they had a stress dream about Auto 100 that involved them getting to the end. James Elson was selling big red Centurion plates. <laughs> oh, yeah, dinner plates. I saw that. That was funny. But I wondered what? whether maybe he might then take that as like a, oh, that's a good marketing. Yeah, for the slam. <laughs> have a red plate. It's cheaper than making a big buckle. Have a plate and then you can eat your dinner off it. You can have your cake and eat it. Yeah. Brilliant. So that's, yeah, it's, it's annoying, but... Um, I've got to Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I've only got to do three more days of not getting ill, and then it'll be okay. But I'm like, if I get ill now, that's it. And it's like, you might not get ill, so stop thinking about getting ill. Yeah, stop thinking about it and just wash your hands. Remember that from COVID. Wash your hands. Yeah. What was that? Um, da- Not David Williams, the other chap that did Little Britain. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. The- oh, this is a really annoying song. I don't remember this. I'm trying to remember how it goes. Something about baked potato. Wash your hands, baked potato. I can't remember. Maybe it was a COVID fever dream. <laughs> Maybe this didn't happen. So I'm watching, because you're a big TV person, I'm watching yeah. the morning show on Apple TV. Would recommend. I love that. Real. I've only seen the first series. So the yeah. second series, COVID starts to happen. And oh, so yeah. now we've been through COVID, you're watching it. And they're all sort of been like, this is ridiculous. Like, as if this is going to happen. And I'm getting like palpitations watching it, like because obviously we knew what happened. And it's it's mm. such a good show, the show, because it's based around a TV station. And yeah. um it is, and I think that's not helping with the, the sort of panic dreams, the paranoia, and that I'm gonna get ill because like yeah. it's it's like fuck, it was such a big deal, it was such a weird thing to happen. And even watching the show, I'm like, that's not gonna happen. There's not gonna be a pandemic. It's like and yeah. it was a pandemic. 
it's a thing that happened. Jesus. Um, so yeah, it's interesting going back and remembering. We've all forgotten so quickly, I think. I mean, I know. we just have. So like, wash fucking hands. Don't go out when you're wash sick. Wash your hands. Don't make other people don't, sick. Don't pick your nose. Don't If you do pick your nose, don't eat it. And then wash your hands. And if you need a wee, <sighs> do it in the toilet, Anna. Are you um, alluding to my grim? I think you've just outed me there. It's called you? a, what is it called in broadcasting? I was going to say it's called a bridge or a segue, but it's not. Mm, it is a segue, is I guess. It? But yeah, you you forced my hand here. Okay. I was I was umming and ahhing whether to bring this to the pod, but hey, no, I'm sure everything. <laughs> it's here. It's staring me in the face. It's right. Literally. It's literally staring me in the face. Okay. Oh God, this isn't even about running. Why am I even talking about because this? Jesus because Christ. we're trying because we're a place, safe space where people can come to be like I'm place. weird too, and I do weird stuff like that. Yeah, right. So as you know, my immune system is absolutely shot to shit at the moment. I'm just I've never been that person. You know, there was always someone at school that was always like sickly ill mm. and like there was always something wrong with them. That was never me. And also when people were ill, I was really like not very um patient with them I'd be like oh just get on with it and like I've always just got on with it but these last few weeks I've just picked up thing after thing after thing um and so this week my new ailment is a urine infection yeah fan fucking tastic <laughs> oh I'm talking like burning pee I'm talking like on the phone to 111 being like just so you know there's blood in my wee um so I've not really felt very well, which is actually why I didn't go for a run yesterday. Ironic, well, not ironically, unsurprisingly. Anyway, we have a visitor in my house currently, and it is Neil's dad. And um, we have one bathroom in my house. At 6.30 this morning, I went downstairs to go for a wee, because when you've got a wee infection and you need to go for a wee, you need to go for a wee. And I went downstairs and Jim was up and he was in the bathroom. And I was like... I, I don't know what to do. I can't hold this. What am I going to do? So I briefly looked at the back door and I was like, I could do it in the garden. But then I was like, if Jim comes out, then if Jim comes out, he's going to be like, what are you doing in the garden? And I'm not going to be able to come up with something that's like, so I trotted off back upstairs, went into my office because that's like the only other room that isn't inhabited and looked around and I was like, I need a vest and I need to wee now it's going to trickle down my leg like the diarrhea in Ali's song <laughs> so I got my two litre water bottle and I'm holding it showing Ali this because it actually still has my wee in it currently but it's got a really big opening at the top which means that it's actually really handy for weeing in but I was surprised at the amount of water that came out uh wee that came out so yes my grim is I pissed in my water bottle but now I'm like, well, I can't drink out of that again. That's just unsanitary. Even if I melt in it. I think if you melt in it, it'll be fine. Hey, man, your wee is really? actually... Yeah, your wee's not un- unsanitary. Your wee is like a good well, pH and stuff. You can drink your wee. That wee, maybe, you know, if it's infected. It's infected. Mm. It's like bacteria wee. Yeah, maybe that's a... They, I would use that canister for the back of the calf dog water or something. Oh, God, don't make Ralph drink it. If you would... No, I always have this rule. If I would drink or eat it, then Ralph's not drinking or eating it. Are you joking? Nope. Have you seen what they drink? Yep. Uh, yeah, look at this. This is a bog for dead sugar. <laughs> Tasty and nutritious. All right, Pickle. Like, it's gross. I That is just, 
So I've had situations, and I'm going to out myself now, where I've been in a house with one bathroom in it, and I've been like, I need to go to the toilet now, but it's not even been a number one, it's been a number two. And I'm like, now what do I do? I've utilised carrier bags, dog poo bags, and then I'm like, right, I'm going to tie this up, and I'm going to put this into the bin. And then I'm like, what do they see? It's all sees it, because it's like bigger than a dog poo. No, (laughs) the outdoor bin. But like, this is why I love this podcast, right? People do this shit, literally, because... We can't be the only people. What do they do? Just go, I'm going to think the poo and wee away. <laughs> no. Like this stuff happens all the time. And I think it's important to say to, that this happens. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's grim. But I did say to Anna, was she looking at the bottle filling up with all the motivational signals <laughs> on it? Like, keep ready. Going. Go. Keep going. Keep it up. Almost there. Well done. No, so that's two liters of pee. Effective. Thankfully, pee. mine doesn't have the motivational things on because if it did have one that said "keep going," I'd be like, "I can't keep going" because if I keep going, it's going to overflow. I was literally like, "Please stop soon! Please stop soon! Please stop soon!" That's a big bottle as well. It's got to be a two liter. It is right? a two liter job. There was some water in the bottom of it, some residual water. Great. Brilliant. So the big question is: Can Anna use the water bottle? Or does she have to use it for something? No, else? I'm never going to be able to use that again. I, I don't know what I can use it for now. You could use it for baby bioing the plants. Like put your baby bio, mix it all up mm. in there, and you can go and do that yeah. with it. Like you could, there's loads of stuff you could use yeah. it for. Put yourself, I always use those things for the car, like water for the car oh, yeah. because it's an emergency. Or water for the windscreen washer in the car. I can do that. Exactly. Yeah. Like you could always reuse those bottles. Yeah. Right. Get in the bin. Yeah. I was walking along the beach, minding my own business. I was walking along the beach, minding my running along the beach, minding my own business with my dog. Yeah. And my friend. When uh I was coming up off the beach onto a promenade to go yeah. get some chips. Ooh. And a family were walking towards me, a man and a lady and a little girl. And they went, Hello. And I went, Hi, looking at them blankly. They went, We saw you were down here on Instagram. So we've come down to say hello. And I was like, and then she went, to the dogs. And I was like, what? And uh, my getting the bin is your dog being more famous than you and people coming Aww. from far and wide to meet your dog. That's cute. And this little family had come down, had seen that we were running along the beach and had come down. And I think the woman's name was Anna. And she it was wasn't me. Over the, it wasn't you. She was overjoyed Aww. to meet the baby pie. Why and the baby pie was like, What's going on? And I was like, this lady wants to meet you, Pickle. Mm. And you know what Pickle's like? She's not, she's she's not, not a people person. People. She's not, not people really. Person. And so that's a bit of a letdown when people meet her because they expect her to be jumping up and licking their face. And she's like, I take it or leave it, really. Yeah. Whatever. She's yeah. a bit like that. She's like the Lily Allen of dogs. Yeah. And, uh, but she was good. And then uh, there was Zorro was a problem. I was like, Zorro's going to bite that kid. But Zorro didn't. He was just interested in the apple pie. And it was all very sweet and a bit weird. But I'm like, people, people like Pickle than they're like me which i suppose is all right but that bit like uh. <laughs> i mean well that is really funny though that is so my getting the bin isn't people saying hello i love yeah. people saying hello. you're putting my your dog in the my fucking dog <laughs> yeah like they want the bed to meet the baby pie like Aww. i suppose i should keep that as a win actually because maybe it'll make people like me more when the book comes out and i'm publicly shamed but like it's just a bit i just thought it was funny funny bin I and it. I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't, but uh, like if Julius hadn't been with me, I'd never be able to tell that story because people would be like, that's a lie. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't happen in the year. <laughs> no, it didn't actually happen. <laughs> that's um, so funny. And 
it was quite funny. People spot me at events when I've got Ralph easier, I think, because they, they come over and they go, I saw Ralph and I knew it was you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I suppose it is a good it is a good thing, isn't it? If you're like, oh, I think I know who that person is. And yeah. then it's like, oh, they've got the dog as well, so it matches. Yeah. Um, we were down the beach and there was an Alsatian meetup. Oh. There were like 30 of them. Wow. And I was like, obviously, I love Alsatians, but Pickle hates them. Oh, no. So it was, it was brilliant. No, it was great. It was like it was like shock therapy for her because oh. there were so many bozos that she couldn't actually do anything oh, about fair. the bozo situation. Yeah. So she was just like, oh, good, they're everywhere. I'm like, I know. So um, that was my getting the bin. It's not a bad one. It's quite a funny one. I love anything to do with wonderful little people. Well, okay. So obviously normal service has resumed this week on the podcast, which means we need to have a little chat about the playlist. Oh, the play. I was wondering when the playlist would finish. Like, will we ever get to the point where like, the playlist is now finished? Like, that has every song that's good on it. No, but also I, well, two things. First of all, I had a thought this week. Soon, I'm talking November time. So maybe like, our half year anniversary i'd like to start a second playlist whoa this is news to me Lisa. oh yeah well I, I thought we'd just have our podcast meeting like whilst we were recording the podcast um of christmas songs so we can keep the christmas oh, stuff fuck's sake I thought, fine you don't have to listen to it or i can or i can, can sully the playlist with with the christmas songs no. as well no. 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 no no so we'll have a separate christmas songs playlist Go then. Go make your little playlist. Christmas songs from the movies, I bet it'll be. Yeah, fine. Also, I have got a question. Question. Every time you ask a question, you have to do it like that in life. We've got an email and I've got, uh, I'll do this in correspondence corner, the rest of it. But Tabitha has got in touch. But seeing as we're talking about the playlist, Tabitha says, Is it a massive oversight that there are no Foo Fighters tracks on the playlist or do you huh? both really not like the Foos? Now, we've talked about the Foo Fighters before and just completely forgotten to add them back on. She said there are so many songs that I think could go on, but for now I would recommend either The Pretender or All My Life. Also, what about Propane Nightmares by Pendulum and Cola by Camel Fat? I thought I'd put Propane Nightmares That is a great song as well. But, um, Ali, why were you doing the sign of the cross against the Foo Fighters? Because I've got... No, because I've got a Foo Fighters oh, tattoo. Which I thought you were like... Finger, so it's no. A bit oh, no, yeah. look, no, look, I've got a Foo Fighters tattoo. I've Dave Grohl's got a pet name for me. Like... What is it? Gath Girl. Hey, Gath Girl. Gath Girl. Yeah, Girl. I've met him a couple of times, actually, and he is exactly the way you want him to be. Oh. He's great. I love him. I love him. I'm so sorry. This is an... It's almost like we just assumed that we build the playlist and the Foo Fighters would come. Yeah. It's up to us to put them on the guest list. Yes. I'm so sorry that we did not put that on. Um, so, yeah, we need... To, there will be an absolute splurge of Foo Fighters being added on to the playlist. Thank you very much, Tabitha, for bringing it back to our attention. Like I say, somebody had picked up, picked up on that previously, but... Um, I think it was Marie Burton that might have picked up on that. Yeah, previously. and we didn't do anything about it. Sorry. No, remember, guys, didn't. this is a hobby of ours. This isn't actually our job. So sometimes we get distracted and do other things. I know. 
Peter Seeger has sent us a really lovely email as well, which again, hopefully we'll get time to read out in the correspondence corner. But he has um, he has thanked us for the playlist and says, I've been introduced to a number of tracks I would not likely have found otherwise. Poopy, poopy, bum, bum. I don't know what to say. Well, poopy, bum, bum's come off. Oh, yeah. Off. Here are a few suggestions for you that I have on my own running playlist. Calandra, The Waiting Game. Never heard of it. Pop it on. One Republic, Counting Stars. Oh, that was a reaction, but I don't know if it was good or bad. One of my all-time favourite running songs. It's on my own playlist. Why is it not on uh, there then? Because it's on my own one. So, right. Back in the... Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, anals, yeah, 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 yeah. The annals, annals of time. Yeah. I have, I've got my own running playlist called the Bailey Ultrasound System, right? I feel yeah. like that was like the embryo from which this podcast was like pulled. Because yeah. it was like ultrasound system let's do a podcast called that so i've kept mine separate because it's for me yeah and it's like there's my bangers for like when i am in the pit and it does work if i listen to mark the, the group one then, I, then suddenly i get one too many fucking musical songs i'm like i need guys so i don't i try not to put all of the songs from my playlist on there yeah because i'm like those are mine but counting stars is such a good song for running to yeah there's many many one republic songs that are good well done peter seeger have 10 bonus points um here's another one from peter seeger carol king i feel the earth move i feel the earth move under my feet i feel the you know what that song reminds me of and i don't know if anyone else will get this as a reference well they'll know what what i'm talking about but i don't know if they'll remember the song from it they used to play it in neighbors all the time I used to... oh, they did it they did they did there'd be like a, a gv like a general view shot of like lassiter's lake with like <laughs> harold's calf and they'd be like because i didn't know that that was by carol king <laughs> ali's literally lost it <laughs> why do you remember stuff like that i love neighbors I had a friend mm. at university mm. who had sex in the diner on the set what? of Neighbours because her boyfriend was a producer. Oh, oh, that's sullied it a little bit for me. It's a lovely little <laughs> innocent, innocent TV show. Um, mm. The final request is a strange one, I feel, to run to, but I'm not one to judge. It's not, it's just, this is just a request from Peter Seeger. Robbie Williams, Angels, live at Nebworth. Very specific. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's obviously a good version of it, like with Dizzy Rascal and Florence. Woo-hoo. So, yeah. By the way, in case we don't get to Pete's actual story, he says, thanks for reading. Good luck to Ali for your big run this weekend and to Anna. I hope your big run went well. I look forward to hearing about it on the podcast, Pete. You're going to be severely disappointed, Pete. Think about this Pete was a listener, but he doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> so. No, no. Okay, right. So am I going to put the Earth Moving Under Your Feet song, aka the Lassiter's song? Yeah. I'd feel the Earth move. Oh, hang on a minute. That, I, I've got it by yeah. Martika. Oh, no, there is one by Carol King. And then uh, mm. Robbie Williams' Angels. Once, right? I was Live at Nebworth. Okay. Once. I, I think it's, it's got a good crowd sing along. It's got a good crowd oh, sing along. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. So you feel like you're, you're, you're there on the trails with all your mates. Yeah. God, there's so many <laughs> versions of Angels here. So, um, I was once on a half marathon back in the day before I was mentally ill and decided to run thousands of ultras. It was at Silverstone, Silverstone half marathon. And it's good because you can run around it going, oh, it's to be a car. It's good for like 10 minutes. And then you realize you're at Silverstone and it's shit. 
Was it, how many laps? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how many laps is lots. Race court. I think Silverstone's about 5k. Oh, so yeah, fun. like four. Yeah. Uh, but it's quite cool because you get to like run around the pit. I don't really care about motor car racing. In fact, I fucking hate car racing because it's so bad for the environment. So mm. um, it's a waste of money. Let's not get into that hole. So um, there was a man running around and he was singing out loud Angels by Robbie Williams. And because it was that, he I kept going past him. He kept going past me. Oh, he was belting no. it out. And it wasn't just once. It was for the whole thing. Maybe. On repeat. Yep. Maybe it was Peter Seeger. Well, Pete Seager. lives in New Zealand. He lives he does in New now Zealand. because he's been banned from the UK for running around seeing <laughs> Angels by Robert Williams. Oh, dear. Brill. All right. Any more playlisties? Um, I've got a feeling this is from the Live at Neverworth album. So I've got a feeling Robbie might say something funny on it. That's why he's, he's asked for ah. it. Playlisties, yes. I added. Thanks for the memories. Even though I added Gold Dust by. DJ Fresh and Shy I remember my first ever marathon that came on because that was on my training playlist. And I remember where I was in the ma- It was like right near the beginning when that came on and I nearly fell off a curb. But like, isn't it weird how songs remind you of things yeah, like that? Yeah, there's certain songs I can't listen to. If they're being played in shops, I have to leave. Mm, nice. Yeah. Or if they go on the radio, I have to say no and then press the off button. I added Who Do You Think You Are by the Spice Girls. Is that because you're watching the Beckham Netflix documentary? I am watching the Beckham Netflix documentary. And I added Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. And I added That Boy, That Girl by Hadouken. Oh, my God. Do you know that song? Yeah, I used to work with Hadouken. (laughs) It reminds me of... um, Uni. Yeah, that was a... Well, does it? Oh, because you're younger than me. Yeah, I worked with Hadouken. Yeah, because they used to... Oh, they were so they, a nightmare. They, they toured when I was at uni. Yeah, they were a nightmare. I may well have been I in went. that room, absolutely off my tits, going, what are we going to do with Bat Hadouken? <laughs> they were a nightmare. <laughs> they were like uh, the baby klaxons. Um, baby klaxons? Yeah, baby klaxons. Like, um, new, that was a new rave thing, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Did quite well, though, Hadouken. Oh, I just absolutely started playing the old Better turn that off. Um, good work on the Hadouken. I love that new Fabulous. I love that new Miley Cyrus song, the one about being old, but it's not really suitable for this, is it? No, but I did add a Miley Cyrus. See you Why again. Why you Celestial by Ed Sheeran? Oh, because it's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> oh. Did, yeah, anyway. Right. Oh, and so. Skindred. Shout out Skindred. Someone asked for a Skindred song, Skindred. but I, I ignored their but what they wanted and just put nobody because that's the best song. Worked with Skindred yeah. as well. Had a great time with them. Love them. Uh, that's a playlist. That's your playlist overview. Add, add some more things, everybody. Send us a message. Tag us in a story, etc. We need to talk about well done. This is one of my fever dreams, uh, but day- daytime dreams about Auto 100. I have had yeah. so many messages to my personal Instagram account about well done. And uh, me people too. like, oh, I'm working on the East Eastley checkpoint. I'm working on the Chain Hill checkpoint. I'm working on the, can't wait to say well done. I'm like, oh God. So the Auto 100, everybody, it's out and backs from Goring Village Hall, 12 miles out, 12 miles back. There are a lot of opportunities for well dones. So many, so many. So we put on the Instagram page, what should we say instead of well done? Now, look, I feel like we've done this already, but we always say this. We are not the gatekeepers of running. Okay. We say it, we, but we know we are. Eh? 
deep down in our hearts we know that we are no we're not stop it (laughs) we're not don't be a dick we're not and so the thing is somebody just happened to say look is there a better way of saying well done because sometimes it can feel condescending and sometimes it can feel like it's just not the right thing to say so I was volunteering as a marshal at Park Run on Saturday well done (laughs) thanks and I put a little story up because I suddenly thought oh my god whenever I marshal at Park Run I always say well done and now I'm like oh can't say well done so um, I put a little story up saying, give me some suggestions for what to say. Oh, my God, there are some brilliant ones. But I did get a reply that was like, well done, because I'm still going to say it no matter what one person's opinion is on it. And I was like, don't like, don't get stressy about it. We're just having a bit of fun. Yeah. This, is a, this is a public service announcement. We are having a bit of fun. Um, it's We're not serious. Fun, funny, lol. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you think this podcast is serious, you have not been paying yeah. attention. So, to lighten the mood anyway, we've got some really good suggestions. Um, woo. Woo is a good one. Um, run if you think I'm hot. I've got to say, you've got to remember, there's a lot of saying this. So you've got to be able to be like, do it over and over again. Pretend you're at London Marathon. It's and it's got to be quick. So you're going to be yeah. like, woo, woo, yeah. woo, woo. And you can't use that whole sentence because you'll just be talking 100 miles an hour. I know. Some of these, though, I might use as um, signs for when I go and cheer at the half marathon. Yeah. yeah. When weekend. is the half marathon again? It's this weekend. This Sunday. Okay. Yeah. 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 All, yeah the, be- all the best there, Neil, on that. So great running. Great running. Great is, running. Yeah. I kind of, I, yeah. I, what I if kind they're walking? Oh, then you say a wooga, which is another I one. I think a wooga is, that's been mentioned before. Yeah. Um, go full fashion, new. <laughs> you're amazing drinks are on me when you finish well no, no i'm not paying for that no. i'm not paying for that uh finish strong yeah alley alley with a little french flag after yeah. i love alley i think Allé's i think alley is quite good as well or loss with a little german flag afterwards guess that means <laughs> crack on in german and sticking with the uh language theme there was a brilliant one Someone gave us the um, Welsh one, but I can't remember what it was. In the Netherlands, we say lekker bezig, which kind of translates to nicely busy, which I find hilarious. Nicely busy? Nicely busy. I love that one. Yeah, you're awesome. The zombies are catching you. Hurry up, I have mimosas to drink. And then Sarah of Sarah and Buck says, good running. I think that's always a nice thing to hear, I hope. Ali will probably tell me off. Uh, That's my friend Sarah. My, my, my graphic <laughs> designer and uh, Pickles, sorry about this, Pickles' other boyfriend. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Ralph's not listening. Um, Ralph's, too, mm. Ralph's too young to listen to this podcast. There's too much swearing. Oh, just finally, Kerry, my friend, says um, to shout, it's Britney, bitch, which I really like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Ali's lost it. Isn't that a great one? So good. Uh, I love it. I think good running and I think um I don't really know what else. It depends on the situation that you're in, really. I don't think I'd say anything to anyone. I think I'd probably just clap them if I really think that they're doing a good job. Yeah. I know that I know that well done will come out my mouth at some point again again in the future. Yeah, of course. It's just a that but we have had although we've had people be like, huh, 
pouring scorn on it. Like you guys just don't want to congratulate people that are doing a good job because you think you're better than them. <laughs> That's not the reason. <laughs> We're just like, when you say it over and over again, well done, well done, well done, well done, well done, well done, well done. Well done. And the thing is, then you say it to me, and then I, my problem is, I say well done back to yeah. the volunteers and spectators. I don't know why I'm saying no. it because I'm British. No, that's the point. So there's got to be something that, like, if someone says Ale Ale, I might say Ale Ale back, and that'd be good yeah. and fun. So I'll see what happens at the Autumn 100, but I'm so terrified that people are going to think it's because if one person's like, oh, this will be funny, but if 80 people think, oh, this will be funny, it will great. I'm going to, it's going to be a. You're very lucky that this pod is coming out the week after your race because i think you will no because people are already no i know i know but there'll be there would have been a lot more (laughs) if this had come out the week before right correspondence corner have we had some correspondence i think we've had quite a lot of correspondence we have indeed do you want me to read you some yeah i've got my cape on i've got my little drink oh go on then read us some stuff um we've had an email from leslie lewis do you remember in episode 19 we were talking about um private land mm-hmm. and um and i sort of said i want to know more about right to roam because i don't feel like i've got an opinion on it but i don't feel like i can back it up with anything because i need to know more about it mm-hmm. so leslie lewis if anyone else also um thought the same as me leslie lewis says um here is a great book to start with it's called the book of trespass crossing the lines that divide us and it's by nick hayes it's got a beautiful front cover it's got like a, I don't know if you can see it. Oh, that's beautiful. It's like an ani- animated, no. Uh, it's kind of like a, a graphically drawn graphic. image of a woodland with a deer. With barbed wire across it. Barbed wire, actual barbed wire stuck on the cover. So that looks great. I'm going to order that. Thank you very much for the suggestion, Leslie. Next up in Correspondence Corner, we have had a message from James Thorpe. Lovely listener, James Thorpe. Thank you so much for getting involved, James. We love all that you do. And I actually really, really love this email. James says, I realise that as a man, I am not qualified to have an opinion on such matters as racing periods. And I really hope this doesn't seem like mansplaining. Just listen to episode 18 of the pod and your chat about running and periods. So this was when we had a listener who'd written in and said that they were going to do a 30 mile ultra, but they were really worried because there weren't toilets at the aid station and they were going to be on their period for race day. So James says, you said there's not much you can do to help at remote remote aid stations. However, just an idea. Race organisers could get a pop up bog tent from Amazon for £15 and sanitary bins for £10 to £15 if you didn't want to just use a bin and poo bags, etc., you just need some hand wash and loo roll. They're reusable, so the con- sunk cost for race organisers wouldn't work out so bad. They'd also be useful for anyone else who needs a bit of a private clean-up. Would this not work and save the potential terror of a stinging nettle up the wazoo? <laughs> Nobody wants that. We'd need to come up with a suitable name for these things. I'm sure you can come up with some ideas, but I'm too sick in the head and will only get myself into more trouble. Okay, I love you. Bye. I think, James, I think that you've been nominated to come up with the name now. You've nominated <laughs> yourself. That's such yeah. a good idea. Isn't it? Isn't it? It really isn't an excuse with that, is there? Because that must be quite portable if it's pop-up. Oh, yeah. It's like the ones you get in... Um... On campsites, you know, sometimes people have them outside their tents. They're like long changing mm. tents. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. And like MDS, 
um, if you have, I've not been to MDS, but I've seen lots of pictures and films of MDS, and they've got the flappy, you know, the flappy doors moving, like they're so oh, yeah. cheap. And yeah. basically, and then you, you have like a poor sort of porta potty on top of it, which yeah. is just really, really simple to use, and it is even, reusable. And it's like, yeah. and that's kind of for everybody as well, isn't it? So you could even yeah. get two and have a boys' one and a girls' one, and just be like, because the girls' one's just going to be full of people changing their tampons. Changing tampons. Um, well, that's the thing as well. It doesn't have to have a like a porta potty necessarily in it. Like if it's literally just for changing sanitary products, yeah. or, or sorting out your sports bra or something where you just need a little bit more privacy. Yeah. Um, then yeah, we could call Great it. You could call it the privacy parlor. Oh, hang on a minute. You made go. that a bit sexy. Yeah, people might go there trying to have sexy time. No. When I say people, mm. I mean me. What about a pop up period bar? Period bar. Yeah. Sort of thing pickled open and it would fail. And I'd be like, because you called it a period bar. So no one wants to go in there. I think the problem with talking about periods, saying the word period, is people get embarrassed and they won't go in there because they're like, I don't want people to know I'm on my period. Some people don't want people to know. So I think it's about calling it something that is a little bit. But I'd go, I'd love the red room. The red room. Oh, that's sexy as well. Oh, damn it. God, there's going to be so much. Why are we so sexy? (laughs) No. I'm sexy. Um, because, like, you know, when you want to move your bra around a bit and just you're like, ah, oh, and you just want to take your top off and just get some like lube under there. Because that's it'd be great to have an area to do that, wouldn't it? That wasn't pissing down with rain. Yeah. I think it's yeah. such Brilliant. a good idea. Brilliant. Love They're it. the ones that like the rugby mums um, have at the side of the pitch or like football mums where, you know, where it's absolutely pissing it down with rain. And they like they sit on a little stool and they have them over the top of them, but they have see through flaps. So, yeah. This is an incredible branding opportunity for a company with lots of money. Like, yeah. you know, a Tenzing or like a, I don't know, SIS or Morton. Like, just make a load, give them out. Because then people are like, I love that Morton tent because it's great. Mm. It means I can go and get changed. Like, yeah. you could make it like a great big Morton gel wrapper because it'd be black with white writing on it, you know, blackout in there, a little light in so, there so no one can see in. It'd be fucking awesome. So you, what you're saying is, is like you'd end up being a human gel. Yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to cost a race company a load of money to make a load of those and send them out to smaller race companies no. and be like, this no. can be your changing your changing tent or your whatever you want to call it, privacy parlour, privacy room. And, yeah. you know, even mum's breastfeeding kids, like, you know, bring them to this stop. There's a privacy tent there and I can just sit in yes. there on a, on a stool and just breastfeed or just take a moment. And, yeah. you know, you need a mark. You will or need a express or express. Yeah. Express. You need you need someone to make sure that no one goes in there when there's someone in there. But you can put it right by mm. the aid station, mm. can't you? So it's not a toilet. Yeah. It's not. But it is. Uh, you can have like a sharps jar in there where people could or something like that to put the, the, the used stuff in. Put the waste stuff. Yeah. I think we've cracked it, Anna. Well, James has. James, I think you've cracked it. We've taken your idea, but you're a man, right? And for most of my <laughs> career, men have taken my ideas and presented them as their own. So I'm going to take your oh, idea, again. I'm going to present it as my own, and I'm going to give you yeah. absolutely no credit, no credit. whatsoever. No. Welcome to the <laughs> matriarchy. There you go. There you go. Brilliant. I love that, James. And thank you. Do you know what? Thanks, James, for getting in touch about that. Because like when I first read it and it was like, I'm a man and I don't, you know, I don't want to come across as mansplaining. I was like, if you already think that you're coming across as mansplaining, you might well be. But no, I think one, it's brilliant that the men of the pod are coming up with ideas to help their fellow female runners. I like I love that. Mm-hmm. And also the second thing that I love is that he felt the safe space to be able to send it into us to you know for he knows that 
you know, we we're like all equal, aren't we, yeah. as runners? And so, although you know, some women have different issues that men necessarily don't. He's come up with an uh, with a solution there, and you know, I think. I don't, I've, I've said too many words there, but you know what I'm getting at. I think what Anna's trying to say, she's very, very grateful for your input. And also, I'm grateful oh, yeah. too. And it's made my heart go very warm because I think yeah. it's like, it's just great. What a great little community we've got. Of people yeah. that want to look out for each other and look after each yeah. other. And and I think, and I'm very glad you sent that in, James. It's a banging idea, which, so. is, which is now my idea. <laughs> so I've got two more to go through. One is a fatal shot. Oh. See, that's why you need to have the privacy parlour. Yeah. In case you lose in the roulette. Yeah. One is not so fun. I mean, farting on shark right. isn't fun. Fart or shark, just dead quick. Um, so, fart or shark. <clears throat> Hi, Annie. Annie? Oh, they didn't call us Annie. The sun Hi. will come out tomorrow. Yeah, go on. Right. Hi, Anna and Ali. Not Annie. Um, I've just finished my last long run of the training block for the Loch Ness Marathon. You'll have completed the Loch Ness Marathon now. Congratulations. Well done. This morning. <laughs> this morning. I just kicked This morning I have played Fart or Shout. This is from Simon, by the way. This morning I have played Fart or Shout. Helpful that Costa was open. Otherwise, a gamble would not have paid off. And I doubted my ability to complete the marathon next week. I am so thankful that I found the podcast at the start of the training block as you have been my companions throughout and I still can't get over Lego people living in houses made of their own flesh. Who's this? What's this person's name? Simon. Simon. Yeah. You don't understand the rules of the game. What? Because he didn't play shot or fart if you went into a Costa. If you uh... went into a Costa to play the game, he went into a yeah. safe space to play the game. Cheating, Simon. Shot or fart is played on the trail. And it is played away from toilets and away from safety. Okay? <laughs> Come back to us when you've done it. Come back to us when you're not cheating. Good, <laughs> good luck. And also, well done. Well done. On Loch Ness Marathon. Right. <clears throat> on the subject of well done. This is from Erin. Hello. On the subject of well done, I don't look like a runner. Oh, Erin. That hurts my heart that you've started it with that because a runner doesn't look like anything. Anyway. We'll get to that. I'm five foot three and a bit fat. I use that as an adjective and not a derogatory term. I mean, you're not fat. You may have fat, but you're not fat. Anyway, wait. She's, no, you're Erin. That's yeah. what you are. You're Erin. <laughs> she says weight does not equal health. Correct. The only time I've ever been slim is when I was eating 800 calories a day and I was definitely not healthy then. I'm glad you can recognize that. I am often mistaken for a beginner because of how I look. Everyone assumes I must be running to lose weight. So if you're not slim, you must just be starting out and because I'm pretty slow. Anyway, after completing Couch to 5K in November 2019 and a few years of winging it in regards to my training, I decided I wanted to work on my speed. So I entered a 10K and embarked on a 10-week training plan. I worked really hard and I was rewarded yesterday, knocking six whole minutes off my PB. That's a minute per mile quicker. Cheers. Yeah. Epic. One of the other rewarding results of following a programme has been that my easy pace has got a bit quicker. A couple of weeks ago, I was at Parkrun using it as one of my easy runs. I was feeling pleased with myself as I was having a good day and my easy pace was about 30 seconds per kilometre faster than it had been about a month before. That was... 
Oh, is this going to end up with her wearing those Adidas <laughs> shoes? Please don't say <laughs> this. <laughs> no, it's not. It's bad, Good. though. Carry on. That was until I passed the last marshal, who said, you're beating everyone on the couch. I resisted the urge to stop and quiz him on the use of this comment to ask if he had said the same thing to the runners at the front of the pack and to tell him I've done 12 half marathons and an ultra marathon and today was an easy run as I had a 15k long run the next day and I was wearing my park run 50 t-shirt. If it's not a comment you would make to the fastest runner, don't say it to anyone else. Love the podcast and playlist, both have got me through my 10k training and the playlist got me through my race yesterday, Erin. It's tough. Are you... Are you are you upset by that? By the comment? Yeah. So I think it's tricky because I think couch has connotations of couch to 5k, which has connotations of beginner runner. I think factually the marshal is correct because you are beating everybody okay. on the couch. I feel indifferent to it because... I know I've, you know, there've been so many like sh- shit times where like people have shouted stuff at me or like, you know, heckled or whatever while I've been on a run. And it's been an awful lot worse than that. But also I can see how people would take offense to it. But I also look at runners and I never, ever assume that I know what they're doing. People who go to park run might have run 20k beforehand and they're just doing a little cheeky finish offer for the last 5k people might have a long run tomorrow also, people might be running faster it's none of your fault it's it's it doesn't matter what they're doing like i don't care what pace anybody's running and i i do wonder if you know some of it might be a personal aversion to the term used it 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 it, it is but what we need to say here is Erin's feelings are totally valid because they're exactly. her feelings. And that's absolutely fine if that's yeah. how she feels. But in a lot of ways, not but, those are Erin's New feelings. sentence. On yeah. another level, new sentence. Sometimes, in fact, a lot of the time, the things that we hear are the things we uh, want to hear based on how mm. we see ourselves. So sometimes... I do this. People say things to me and I take these things very personally and because these are the feelings yeah. I have about myself. So Erin starting that, that with, I don't I don't look yeah. like a runner, I'm not a runner, means every time someone says something to her about running, that is the first thought that will be in her head, I'm not a runner, I'm not a runner, I'm not a runner, which means she may well take things in a different way to how maybe I would take things. If someone said to me, you're doing better than everyone on the couch, I'd literally ignore it. It would mean yeah. nothing to me. It would be an ignored yeah. comment. If someone said to me, fucking you don't, you don't look like a runner, it would kill me. Because at the moment I'm carrying a little bit of extra weight and I really am aware of it. And it's all good. It's fine. Like I'm fine. I'm not doing anything. Like, But after autumn, my aim is just to lose this little tiny bit of extra weight that I yeah. don't like before yeah. I go on holiday. So if someone said something like that to me, that would be like, <gasps> but I think it's past experience. So I don't, I think if you said that to the marshal, you've mm. really upset me. The marshal would be like, I really yeah. didn't mean to. Does this mean that everyone should be trying to consider everyone's feelings or would it be better to help more people to be comfortable in their own Mm. skin and be like, there are ways you can talk to yourself that will reduce this. I don't feel like a runner narrative that a lot of people have got going on. Would that not be better? Yeah, I think so. But 
as ever, podcasts, keen to hear your thoughts on this as well. Um, and Erin, drop us a line back as well if there's anything that you wanted to add. Um, we are ultrasoundsystempod at gmail.com. You can also send us a little submission through the link tree on our Instagram at ultrasoundsystempod. Send us your voice notes via DMs or via emails. We love hearing from you. I've got one more final thing to finish off, I promise. Emma. I just it's Ooh. it's a well done. I want to give her I want to give Emma a well done. Uh hello. Hello, well A. I say to you both, thanks for the pod, which has been my constant companion during training for the Chester Marathon, which I finished today in the bastarding heat. Well done, Emma! <laughs> the bastarding heat! It's made Love such it. a difference to hear about the big wide world of running beyond the roads, the long hard stuff you both do and talk about so brilliantly, and the fact so much of it is in our heads. You are a pair of legends. Thank you. Which I think just sums it up perfectly. Oh, that's a nice thing to I say. I know, and it? I think that sums it up perfectly. Most of this stuff is in our heads. And and if we can all just get a little bit better at talking to ourselves a little bit nicer, that wasn't grammatically correct, um, then you know, I think we'd all be a little bit happier. I just sometimes I sometimes I feel like I've not had the same experience as Erin at all, or anybody else that listens to this podcast. So it's very yeah. difficult to be like but I am an external person and yeah. I'm also a coach and I have a lot of clients who say to me, I don't feel yeah. like a runner, right? It's one of the first things that we tackle. And on the workshop I just did, I took, uh, I, I paid David Miller to come and take photos yes. of people running. So they had these photos to go home with. Like, this is one of the greatest photographers in the sport. Look at this photo. Tell yeah. me you're not a runner. Like he took one shot. He didn't take 800. He took mm. one of everyone. That was them. So it wasn't like a pose thing. They're all great shots because a great photographer, but it's that I am not a runner narrative. It's that I don't look like everybody else. It's that I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm too big, small, tall, slow, fat, whatever it fucking yeah. is. That narrative is something that you are yourself. telling yourself. Yeah. And you need to come to peace with that. It's not anyone else's fault. No. It's not your fault. It's it's societal, it's it's messaging, it's belief, and belief by its very nature is 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 accepting something to be true without proof. Yes. And you can look at this stuff if you look at like Black Earth, it's all religion or whatever, like no proof, you accept it to be true. It's about that detangling, which can take a really long time. But I tell you what, detangling that or starting to detangle mm -hmm. it is a gift. And once you do, once you have the more helpful thoughts, and maybe a more helpful thought for Erin would be, I don't think that martial yeah. meant to offend me. That's a more helpful yeah. thought things start to calm down and I think that just looking at your thoughts about yourself writing them down and being like what's more helpful not what's the opposite or what's different or what's yeah. positive not toxic positivity no. bullshit what's more helpful and for Erin Erin knows she, I, Erin's more helpful thoughts could be I'm improving I can see yeah. with my results I feel fitter I feel I'm stronger faster with less I'm effort proud. yeah and I'm yeah. proud of that and she is proud because she said it to us she is yeah. we know she's proud so if people are listening, that could be a really good exercise to do. You don't have to replace thoughts, but just how helpful is this? Because you're carrying around this unhelpful yeah. bullshit and it's up to you to get rid of it. Like, and it's really difficult to do, but and I, Erin, I totally feel for you and I, your feelings are valid and we're not saying yeah. that they're not at all, but we're just trying to offer, and thanks yeah. for bringing it up because we're just trying to offer listeners yeah. a little bit of help. Indeed. Trying to be a bit helpful, mm. you know. If you need a piss, yeah. piss in a bottle. Mm. If you're having an unhelpful thought, have a more mm. helpful And thought. on that note... I'm going to go and empty my pissy <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and what are you going to say to <laughs> what are you going to say to Jim when he's like, "Oh, what's in there?" Imagine if you picked it up and had a swig of it. No. Oh God. 
Oh, God. No, no. It's fine. I'm taking him to the airport this morning. Don't pour it on your tomato. No. I've got loads of tomatoes that are coming through, and I I'm not, I don't want to kill them. There's nail piss on the tomatoes. No. He should be. It's really good for them. No, it's not. Men's urine is really good for tomatoes. Google it. Banana skins are. Men's urine. Mm, I will have to Google that one. Right. Anyway, that's enough gardening tips from us. Next week's episode will be brought to you from the Sunday after the Autumn 100. <laughs> we are recording on, the, I've finished, I'm hopefully finished the Autumn 100 at about 6, 7, 8 a.m. on the Sunday morning. I will have had a bit of sleep, yeah. but then we're recording in the afternoon because Anna's not a veil, hasn't got a veil the week after. So it will be a very interesting podcast um, behind the velvet curtain, behind the velvet rope. I this is how it feels. can't wait, but also please, oh, actually it's probably too late to put this call out. I'll put a big call out on Instagram to get some people's stories, but Obviously, you'll have all of your wonderful tales of the A100 to tell us as well. So you can have an episode dedicated to you. We'll call it the narcissist episode. No, um, I will. <laughs> also, I've got lots of clients running it, lots of mates running it. So I will have some good stories. I'll make sure to pick and pluck those stories to tell you. Love it. Brill. All right. Well, I can't believe it's over. I love you. Bye. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. And when I, I see you. you on Sunday, I will tell you. Well done. Well done. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye.